Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tinks. Happy Friday. Guys, sometimes in life, you just have to say, fuck it. I don't know if they're going to let me title this episode, fuck it, but I, I want to, okay? Sometimes you just have to say, fuck it. So I'm going to tell you all the instances that I said, fuck it, in the past week. Starting with, uh... I think the most chaotic one. I'm going to go in. I'm, you know what? I'm going to just start. I'm going to start with the most chaotic one, which is that um, on Saturday night, I was in the Hamptons and I met this guy. He was actually the photographer at the event that I was um, at the, the fundraiser. You know, my friend Neil had had that fundraiser and that's the reason that I, I dared go back to the Hamptons in the first place to support the arts. You know me, a woman of the arts. And I met this photographer and I said this on Instagram recently, but like I only have two methods of flirting. Okay, guys. One is completely ignoring guys and just like thinking that they'll be mind readers. And the other one is to act like a feral cat, like a like truly a feral cat and just be so immature and just be on one. And that's how I was with this guy. Okay. And by the way, I'm saying fuck it. And I'm just telling you guys about it as you probably have garnered by what I've said so far I don't care okay I you know I wasn't going to talk about my dating life again but you know what fuck it okay so it's Saturday night I'm I have a two-day hangover because I'm with my best friend Adam in the Hamptons and we're just going to all these events and we're having a great time so I was like I don't even know if I can like drink tonight like this event is like fancy with you know art people I'm gonna take it easy And I saw this guy and I was just like, fuck it. I think he's really interesting looking. And also he's the photographer. And I was so I pulled him over and I was like, can you take special extra pictures of me? You know, just fuck it. Fuck it. Acted like a complete lunatic the entire night. And Adam is egging me on. And by the way, you guys, he's going to be on the pod next week. And I'm so excited because he's such he's the best. And I want I want Adam to say fuck it and become an influencer because he he just has that personality. Like I know everybody thinks that their friends are funny. But when you hear him, you're going to be like, he actually needs to be a content creator because he's phenomenal. Anyway. um, And so I woke up on Sunday morning in like the best mood. Like we didn't hook up on Saturday night. Like it was very, all very tame. Um, But I could tell, I could tell that he, you know, kind of liked me back a little bit. So Saturday morning we wake up and we have the giggles, you know, that stage of the hangover where everything is funny and Adam and I and Neil, we go get breakfast and I'm texting this new guy. We'll call him photographer. Well, fuck it. We're, we're having a nickname again. There was friend. There was new guy. There was sexy restaurateur. There was Malibu hottie. Now we have photographer man. Wow. Okay. We have a name to him. We've named him. We've named the puppy. Okay. So I'm texting him and I, and I have this photo shoot on um, Monday uh, in, in New York City which is why I was going back from the Hamptons early. And my plan up until then had been go back to the Hamptons early, drink water, ice roll, do a face mask, eat a salad, go to bed early, wake up feeling refreshed for this really big, important photo shoot that I was going to New York for. Do I do that? No. No. What did I say? I said, fuck it. And I made plans with Mr. Photographer Man uh, when I got back to the city. And if you've ever... I mean, I don't think this is New York specific, but for me, it always happens in New York. One of those days where you just like you meet up and you just spend like 24 hours together. And by the way, who's breaking their own rules? Me, Mrs. Mrs. You know, to only two drinks on the first day. Mrs. Don't let it linger. Mrs. Don't be there for an hour and a half. Fuck it. Spent 24 hours straight with him. 
arrived to my photo shoot looking again like a feral cat. That's also the theme of this is like I was so puffy. I was so hungover. I was just like, fuck it. Um, But let's back up because what did I do two hours into hanging with him? I said, I think you should come to L.A. with me. I think it would be funny. I think it would be fun and funny to, if you did that. And he did. He booked a flight. Okay, so then it's Monday morning. I'm going to my photo shoot. I'm kind of just like absorbing the fact that I invited this man that I met two days ago to come to L.A. with me. But I'm like, I'll just deal with that later. It's fine. Whatever. Do the photo shoot. Um, somehow, you know, looked, I think, okay in the end. Did the interview. The interview was okay. Something kind of weird happened, but that's the story for another time. Um, and then, at, like, I meet up with him. He, like, picks me up, and we go to the airport together. And in that moment, actually, in the, in the, in the car, I was fine. And then when we got it, we went on separate planes because my flight was sold out. In the plane, I, like, had five hours to think about my behavior. And I was like, Tinks, this is chaos. Like, you are inviting chaos into your life. And I don't know why you're doing this, but you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I had to come back to L.A. for a very special event with my Kiel's family. And so I was only going to be there for two days. And it's like, you know what? Fuck it. It's two days. It's summer. Who cares? I'm a grown up. I can do what I want. You know, I always think about like, I don't know if any of you guys watch Grey's Anatomies, but in the very first episode, she has this like little monologue about being an adult, about how like you can kind of do whatever you want when you're an adult and you can like have sex whenever you want and like do whatever. Do whatever. And I always think about that. I'm like, I'm an adult. I make my own decisions. Sometimes you got to say fuck it. So I literally brought him back to L.A. with me. And I'm not like I'm not this wasn't casual. Like I was calling him my boyfriend like as a joke, but also kind of for real. I was like calling my team. I was like, Sethi, you got to meet my new boyfriend. Like just being so chaotic. But you know what? Screw it. Screw it. I said to you guys, this is the summer of getting outside. I said this is the summer we are getting off our phones and we are meeting people the old fashioned way. And it's like. You know, I think about this since that episode, I've thought about it so much because people are always like, but how do you meet people now? And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you guys, just because we have social media and we have phones, that doesn't mean that there's less parties. That doesn't mean that there's less bars. That doesn't mean that there's less people meeting in person. We've just started to think about it that way. Like just because we have access to the apps 24 seven doesn't mean that there's less meeting in real life. Like. I, I don't know. It's it's really strange what the dating apps have have done to us. And I'm not going to go to full war on them again. But all I'm saying is hashtag summer of outside. Right. Anyway, so I bring him back and I have I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I think I like him, but also I'm going away for three weeks. He lives in New York. There's a lot going on, but it's been fun. and. Here's another lesson that I want to that I want to pass on from this, okay? It wouldn't be me if I didn't try to like pass on a little bit of a lesson here and uh, yeah, the first lesson is fuck it, sometimes you just got to do chaotic shit and like have fun with it. But the second part is just because a relationship doesn't end in like marriage or whatever, um it doesn't mean it's a failure. And sometimes people come into your life 
for different reasons. It doesn't have to be like the love of your life for it to be a good thing. Sometimes someone just comes into your life to reinvigorate you. Sometimes someone just comes into your life to make you remember what it's like to have a crush. And that crush doesn't even have to pan out. Like sometimes someone is just there to light that fire in you again. So I hope you find that helpful because that's something I learned in my late 20s where I was like, I can stop making trying to make every single guy I meet be my boyfriend or my husband or whatever and just try to appreciate the beauty of like this is just is what it is so I have no idea what's going to happen with this guy I really don't we're going our separate ways when we get to New York but like it made me feel so alive and not just because of like the chaotic energy of like bringing him back to LA and having him meet all my friends and like doing all that stuff and like playing house it brought me back to life because I don't know he just kind of saw me and sees me I guess in in a way that I find very comforting um also I always tell you guys date in different cities right we talked about that on the live show this week but dating in different cities you just can act more free because you're not taking it as seriously and you're your best self like I don't think that I would have ever acted the way that I did on Saturday night in LA whoa I didn't think about that before but that's a scary thought and I don't like that I want to always act like I did on Saturday night which was like a feral cat honestly hashtag hashtag feral cat summer too but you know what like when you go to different cities you just feel uninhibited Cause you don't, you're not taking it seriously. And that's always when things happen. The irony, the fucking irony that I lived in New York and didn't date in New York. So then I started dating a guy in LA and moved to LA and then moved to LA. And now I'm maybe going to date a guy in New York? Question mark. I don't know. Chaos. Is this episode organized? No. Am I still going to put it out? Yes. Because fuck it. Because you guys need to hear that I'm not perfect by a long shot. And that you guys also need to hear that I don't always follow all of my own rules. And that's okay. They're guidelines. (laughs) So that's what's going on in my life. And right before I left for the Hamptons, I was feeling so annoyed with dating and dejected because the guy who I took to the Love Island party is just like not the vibe. Like love him to pieces, but... The fact that he brought his friend in the end, he did bring his, I don't know if I ever followed up with you guys on that. He he literally brought his friend, he brought his little security blanket friend to the event that I was hosting. And also when you meet new guys or whoever you date, when you meet a new person, always think about how they make you feel, right? Always think about how they make you feel. And for the Love Island guy, the guy who brought his friend, he made me feel like annoying. Like, I don't know, he he didn't make me feel cool or special or pretty you know he just kind of was like we were trying to make it work because we have a lot of friends in common and like he's so good on paper that's always the thing right and this new guy photographer man like he makes me feel so fun and that's so important and he's also really confident so um so that's that uh big chaos energy also everybody thinks that the new guy is diplo because i like put up his head and it's not so you know spoiler alert that's the tea like my dms were just oh my god wes oh my god wes oh my god diplo no i just clearly have a type um so that's that's that disorganized but you know what guys you have to accept me that sometimes I'm in a disorganized fuck it mood and that's what I am. So that's that's what we're going to do today. However, there was a voicemail that I got 
that I want to play to you guys because this is a question that comes up a ton and maybe we can kind of relate it to the fuck it theme or maybe we can't, but I know this will apply to a lot of you. So I actually just want to, I want to listen to it and talk about it. Hi, Tink. So my name is Hunter. I go to Michigan State University, so I'm from Michigan. I'm graduating in December with a degree in broadcast journalism. And right now I'm interning at a news station, like I'm reporting on live television. It's a great opportunity. And I had this idea of what I want to do after graduation. Like I had a pretty clear cut plan. And then something hit me. Maybe it was an aha moment. Maybe it's a gut feeling. I don't know. I realized I don't really want to be a news reporter. I don't really want to work in the newsroom. Now I'm graduating and I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. And I know like what problems I want to fix in the world. I know what skills I have. So I have some ideas of what I want to do, but I really don't have a plan. So I guess my question for you is, if you were in my shoes, graduating college, not knowing what the hell you're doing, how would you utilize that time? You know, how would you soul search? What would, <laughs> what would you do? Give me some advice because I'm open for everything. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit terrified, but I'm also really excited. And I know I'm going to do good things in this world, but right now I'm really confused. So if you could give me some advice, that would be great. I love you. I love everything that you do. I think you are incredible, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Imagine if I just said, fuck it. Just fuck it. Imagine if that was my advice. It's not. It's not. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's an element of fuck it to it. Okay. So first of all, you're about to graduate. You are a baby. You are so young. You are not supposed to have it all figured out. And I cannot emphasize that enough, okay? Your 20s are a mismarketed decade. Like all those movies where the girl arrives to New York City with her suitcase and her perfect job right after college, they're fucking lying and they are harming our psyche. You're not supposed to have it all figured out. It's also, I think, in your 20s, as important to find out what you don't like as it is to find out what you do like. And that's something that we don't talk about enough. So you said, you know, you thought you wanted to be a broadcaster, do all this stuff. Now you're changing your mind. That's okay. That's what this time is for. That's exactly what this time is for, is to try things on. It's to try on different hats. It's to date different people. It's to live in different cities. I wish that we completely rebranded the, the 20s decade. I wish we rebranded re it as a time when you should be free and uninhibited and try a bunch of stuff. Literally rent the runway for lives. Like that's what the 20s should be. Different people dating guys, girls, every city, different jobs. It is a time of exploration and it's okay if you feel lost while you do it. Like you're supposed to feel lost. Like you're not supposed to know right away. So I think it's fine that you don't know what you want to do anymore. Um, and it's also like probably a little bit of graduation nerves too, right? It's a big change coming, like a huge change. And, I, you know, it's funny. We have all this structure in our lives up until the point when we graduate. Like from the time we're a child to through college, there's so much structure. Like even our year is structured into quarters or semesters. And you just think about summer as a, as a segment and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're just like let loose like a fish in the sea. Like you're just out there being an adult. And the truth is I didn't actually feel like an adult until I was like, I mean, I really still don't feel like an adult, but like until I was like 29. So I hope that gives you comfort that you don't have to figure it out. And in terms of what should you do, I'm going to leave you with um, something that I learned at Stanford from a professor uh, 
Barnett is his last name. Uh, Bill or Will? I can't remember. Anyway, he has this class he teaches at Stanford called Designing Your Life. And I didn't take the class, but like I got to do a session with him. And this has stuck with me since then. And this is really a great thought to come back to. He says, follow your curiosity. Like when you're a kid and when you're in college, everyone's like, follow your passion, follow your passion. You're, sometimes you're like, I don't fucking know what my passion is. I don't have a passion. Like I remember thinking about it when I was in my 20s and I was like, my passion is drinking. My passion is going out in the marina with my friends. My passion is uh, shopping at Zara. I don't have a passion, but I knew I had something to offer. Like I loved what you said about I know the problems I want to solve in the world. So you know what? Follow your curiosity. Because your curiosity will lead you to where you need to be. It's not about having an end goal. It's not about having an answer or a definitive passion. It is your curiosity that will, that will drive you there. And you sound like this incredibly diligent, well-rounded, lovely human being. And I just want you to know that you have nothing to worry about. Follow your curiosity and work hard and be nice to people. And it really is that simple in your 20s. And don't stress. You guys always ask me like, oh, what would you have known at 22 or 27 or whatever? Truly, the only thing that I wish I'd known apart from to stop plucking my over plucking my eyebrows is to is to stop worrying so much because if things have a way of working out, I love that Beatles quote, you know, it's all okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. It's true. That was a very rambling answer to your very coherent voicemail. But you know what I got to say today? Fuck it. I'm, I think that you're going to, I hope that someone finds something in there. Um, and that's just where I'm at, guys, right now. Like, I have literally no idea. I, I, I don't know. It's just fun. It's the summer of getting outside. It's the summer of fuck it. I'm flying back to New York tonight, and then I go to London tomorrow. I go home tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to update you guys again. I think I will. Honestly, I missed it. Honestly. Who cares about my mental health? Fuck it. I'm going to talk about dating again. Why not? I really hope the Love Island guy doesn't listen to this, to be honest with you. But he probably had it coming. He probably had it coming. Bless him. Good on paper. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything in real life, you know? All right. Well, um, I need a coffee and po- possibly some medication. Uh, I will see you guys on Monday. I love you all so much. I can't wait for the DMs I'm going to get about this episode. I love you guys more than anything. I hope you know that. Bye.